Welcome to the Climate Report on Forward Radio, WFMP, 106.5 FM, Louisville. This is Hart Hagen, your host, and we are on episode number 215. Today's topic is Bernie's Green New Deal, Part 17. The Climate Report is a daily radio show and podcast that asks the question, WTF? Who's running the world, and why do they want to ruin it for the rest of us, including their own children? So on this show, we look at power. Who has it, and who should have it? And who has it is the very few, and who should have it is the very many. That's what democracy is made of when the very many have power. And if the very many don't have power, then it's not democracy. But that's another conversation. The Climate Report is a thorough examination of how to solve the problem of climate change. The Climate Report is also your definitive source for information and analysis related to the Green New Deal. So email info at theclimatereport.net if you have any questions about the Green New Deal. On the Climate Report, we question everything we have ever been taught about American politics. Whatever you think you know about American politics that you learned in school, rethink that. Question everything. On the Climate Report, we also question everything we've ever been taught about American economics, the whole free market. Question everything you've ever been taught. What is the free market? Why is it supposed to be all that? Why is the free enterprise system supposed to be all that? Does the free enterprise system even exist? Or is it just something that was made up to keep us happy and pacified and regimented. Also on the Climate Report, we question everything we've ever been taught about American culture. The views expressed are those of the speaker and no one else. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please email info at theclimatereport.net. So what we're talking about in this series is Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal. The Green New Deal was originally promulgated by the Green Party in 2008. And then, in 2019, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez came out with uh, her version of the Green New Deal earlier in 2019. And then, also in 2019, the Democratic Socialists of America came out with their version, or at least the seven principles that they believe should guide all Green New Deal legislation. And then in 2019, in August of 2019, Bernie Sanders came out with his version of the Green New Deal. So what Bernie has said to his credit is that the greatest threat, he's, when he was asked, what is the greatest national security threat? He did not say China or Russia or Iran or Venezuela, or North Korea. He said climate change, and he is right. Climate change and the related 
ecological catastrophe of the sixth great extinction, the loss of biodiversity, is the greatest national security threat. If the purpose of national security is to keep people safe and secure, Russia and China are not great national security threats. Climate change is. So, we're in section 21 of my handy-dandy numbered version of Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal. And section 21 is conserving our public lands. This is a very it's a subject that is near and dear to my heart because before I even knew that climate change was as serious as it is, I knew I was a native plant enthusiast. Native plants support ecosystems. You have to understand native plants in order to understand how ecosystems work. And you have to have an appreciation of how ecosystems work if you're going to understand why climate change and the loss of biodiversity are collectively the greatest threat to our national security. So let's read item 21, Conserving Our Public Lands. Our public lands are a national treasure. They belong to all of us. Instead of selling them off to the highest bidder and allowing them to be destroyed by billionaire fossil fuel industry executives, we are going to expand our green infrastructure and conserve our public lands. Our public lands serve an important role in not only preventing climate change, but also in mitigating the catastrophic effects of climate change, like floods, hurricanes, and other extreme weather that have been increasing in frequency. Bernie is committed to ensuring that all Americans have access to urban, suburban, and rural recreational green space that are vital to our national heritage and our country's tradition of recreation and conservation. So there's a lot of good stuff there. Let's go back to the beginning of that paragraph and read it bit by bit. Our public lands are a national treasure. So our public lands are a national treasure. How and why is that the case? Well, the thing is, remember at the top of the show, I said we need to question everything we've ever been taught about the American economic system. Here's something about the American economic system that you will never hear on on the corporate media, and that is our educational, our um, economic system. Uh, the economic theory is deeply flawed, and the purpose of economic theory is not to be a science that will inform us of how we should run the economy. Instead, economic theory is an ideology that supports the interests of the very rich. Repeat, economic theory is an ideology that supports the interests of the very rich. Here's one example of that. So our economic theory, we mainly hear, when it comes to how is the economy doing, we mainly hear three 
different things. We hear gross domestic product, which is the total, the sum total of all the net income and all of the um, all of the wages and salaries and bonuses in our economy. Uh, that's gross domestic product. And when we hear about economic growth, it's like gross domestic product is supposed to be, well, say, 3% higher than it was last year, and that's considered to be a good year. No politician ever opposes economic growth, even though the theory that gives us economic growth is deeply flawed. Here's the flaw. Nature has no value. None. Nature has no value in the economic, in the ideology of the free market, in the ideology of capitalism. For example, the, uh, the Amazon rainforest is burning as we speak. So the Amazon uh, forest it has no value until you take it, burn it down, and turn it into a cattle ranch. And that is not hyperbole. That is not an exaggeration. In our economic system, Natural things have no value until you take it and turn it into income. That's stupid because natural things have the uh, natural spaces have including natural spaces that we can put in our homes and landscapes, etc. Natural spaces have the they, they provide valuable services such as you know, no need to, no time to go into all that, but natural spaces provide clean air and clean water just for starters. And to do that, they need to be able to feed the pollinators because pollinators keep the plants growing. Most of our plants cannot reproduce without pollinators. So we need to, uh, have the right native plants so that native plants support the pollinators and it's a it's an ecosystem thing we need we need also need uh, native plants that support our butterflies because butterflies have uh, you know butterf- butterflies produce a lot of caterpillars and caterpillars are an important source of bird food birds in turn are an important source of disseminating seeds most many of our seeds uh, many of our plants cannot reproduce unless a bird or a mammal or sometimes a reptile like a turtle will eat the seed and then carry it a certain distance poop it out and then that seed can then germinate so it's an ecosystem thing we you know our corporate media is not going to teach you how ecosystems work because it's not their job. Their job is not to tell the truth. Their job is to make rich people richer. And that's not hyperbole, and that's not an exaggeration. But how did we get started down this path? We got started down this path because here's a sentence that says, our public lands are a national treasure. Our public lands are a national treasure partly because they support ecosystems. And the other thing, way we got started down this path is to say that our economic ideology, nothing wrong with economics as a study except for the fact that it's been taken over by people whose purpose is not to tell you the truth. Their purpose is to make rich people richer. That is their purpose. That's how we get all this free market ideology. But the free market ideology has no way of telling us the value of nature. 
Let's continue to read. Our public lands are a national treasure. They belong to all of us. Instead of selling them off to the highest bidder and allowing them to be destroyed by billionaire fossil fuel industry executives, we are going to expand our green infrastructure and conserve our public lands. So when it says we are going to conserve our green infrastructure, what do they mean by green infrastructure? So green infrastructure is a reference to the fact that ecosystems provide valuable services. Every breath we take, we can thank the plants of the world because the plants of the world do photosynthesis and photosynthesis produces oxygen. So if we're going to survive even three minutes, we need oxygen in the atmosphere. If there's too much carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and not enough oxygen, our brains don't work right. And this is, you know, just, just saying. So oxygen is only one of the things that plants provide for us. They also absorb carbon dioxide, which can be a, a valuable strategy in combating climate change. Also, plants support entire ecosystems, which we can't really go into, but it, it's important. Plants also provide valuable services in terms of filtering water and making the water uh, clear and clean. Plants also provide valuable services in terms of not making, uh, you know, in terms of preventing something called desertification. So desertification is when the landscape around us, around us becomes a desert because all the plants are killed off and because there's too much drought and too many heat waves that causes land to become a desert. And, you know, deserts can exist not just in hot zones, but also in temperate zones. Temperate zones and also uh, Arctic areas can be a desert, and that is partly due to the removal of vegetation. And also, you know, the presence of drought and heat waves caused by climate change. Let's continue to read. Our public lands serve an important role in not only preventing climate change, but also in mitigating the catastrophic effects of climate change, like floods, hurricanes, and other extreme weather that have been increasing in frequency. So this is saying that our uh, public lands, if we will nurture and cultivate the ecosystems on these public lands then they will not only help prevent climate change, but they will also mitigate the effects, the catastrophic effects of climate change, like floods, hurricanes, etc. So preventing climate change, public lands can help prevent climate change partly by growing forests that, um, that absorb carbon. And they can mitigate the catastrophic effects of climate change, like floods. So, for example, with climate change, there's more flooding because we have, you know, the warmer air holds more water and then drops more water in the form of rain. So that causes flooding. But we can 
prevent and minimize flooding if we have enough trees and plants on our public lands because trees and plants have the effect of absorbing water and therefore reducing flooding. It's this whole big thing. So it says here that Bernie is committed to ensuring that all Americans have access to urban, suburban, and rural recreational green space that are vital to our national heritage and our country's tradition of recreation and conservation. So that's got a lot of issues jumbled up there, but, um, you know, the thing that I keep getting back to is what are our priorities? What are our national priorities? Right now, our national priority is to make rich people richer. That is our national priority. And that's not exaggeration, and that's not hyperbole. The thing that makes rich people richer, first and foremost, is the Department of Defense, because you just you have weapons manufacturers and 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 uh, you know and then there's the big banks and then there's uh, you know not in, enforcing antitrust laws so that corporations like McDonald's and Starbucks and Home Depot can make all of their profits uh, at everybody else's expense. Not all of their profits, but much of the profits of those companies is at everyone else's expense. So that is the national, the number one national priority is to make rich people richer. It should not be. Because for one thing, if that's our national priority, we are neglecting so many other priorities. We are neglecting the things that should be priorities. And one of the things that should be priorities is these public lands. So let's talk about, you know, what we're spending, what are we spending way too much money on and what are we spending not nearly enough money on? Well, we're spending way too much money recruiting soldiers to go off to foreign lands and to kill and be killed. That is not exaggeration. That is not hyperbole. It is what we do because the United States is an empire. And the purpose of an empire is to make rich people richer. In fact, you and I are paying taxes to support the empire. Like Michael Parenti says, the republic pays for the empire. So what that means is that we, the democratic uh, citizens pay our taxes and our taxes go to support the empire and the empire exists to make rich people richer. That is its purpose. So that's what we're spending money on. And as a result of spending money on that, we are neglecting to do what really needs to, to be done, which is address climate change, come up with strategies for um for preventing climate change, for minimizing climate change, and also mitigating the catastrophic effects of climate change. That is what we should be doing, but unfortunately we're not. 
What we should also be doing is attending to social justice. So people of color, for example, are much more likely to be impacted, to be negatively impacted by fossil fuel pollution. Repeat, people of color are much more likely to be impacted by fossil fuel pollution. But also, poor and middle class white people are exposed to fossil fuel pollution. Who does not want to change any of this? The people that do not want to change any of this are those that are making quite a lot of money, thank you, in business as usual. And since the purpose of government is to make rich people richer, it means we're neglecting priorities such as the following. So we're talking about public lands, and what our public lands need is a great many more people to serve as foresters so that we can attend to ecological forestry. Our forests, both on public lands and on private lands, but our forests need the attention of trained foresters, people that are trained in ecological forestry. So instead of recruiting people to go to war and to kill and be killed, we should be recruiting people to become ecological foresters and uh, experts in ecological landscaping and experts in ecological food production. That's what we need to be recruiting people for. We also need to be recruiting people to be engineers, technicians, promoters, and planners in the realm of solar energy generation. We also need people to be promoters, planners, technicians, and engineers in the realm of wind power generation. We also need people to be uh, promoters, planners, engineers, and technicians in everything that's going to be required to build a mass transit system. We also need engineers, technicians, planners, and promoters to be uh, experts to do the work of uh, building uh, efficiency, building energy efficiency, retrofitting. So we could go on, but we need to get our priorities straight. We need to be spending money according to what our priorities dictate and not be spending money according to what makes rich people richer. So the next paragraph said, related to uh, conserving our public lands, uh, we have several paragraphs here as for what Bernie will do. Uh, so we will invest in green infrastructure and public lands conservation by re reinstating the Civilian Conservation Corps, CCC. So Civilian Conservation Corps is an excellent example of a branch of government that needs to be established uh, so that we can recruit people to do green infrastructure. We can recruit people to make the world a better place instead of recruiting people into the military to kill and be killed. 
It says here, one of the most successful New Deal programs and the most rapid peacetime mobilization in American history, the CCC put millions of men to work building and maintaining trails and conserving America's wilderness. By the time the program ended at the start of World War II, it had planted more than 3.5 billion trees and even today stands responsible for more than half the reforestation done in our nation's history. So I would assume this, 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 they're talking about a period of time that's maybe five or at most eight years. So the Civilian Conservation Corps was established, according to this, and, and had the effect of planting more than 3.5 billion trees. That's what I'm talking about, that's what we need. We need people planting trees. Why do we not have people planting trees? Why is the government not paying people to plant trees? Why does the government continue to recruit people and pay people to kill and be killed in the military? That's because the purpose of government is to make rich people richer. That needs to change. Next paragraph. We will invest $171 billion in reauthorizing and expanding the CCC, that's the Civilian Conservation Corps, to provide good-paying jobs building green infrastructure planting billions of trees and other native species, preventing flood and soil erosion, rebuilding wetlands and coral, cleaning up plastic pollution, constructing and maintaining accessible paths, trails, and fire breaks, rehabilitating and removing abandoned structures, and eradicating invasive species and flora disease, and other natural methods of carbon pollution sequestration. We must take these natural solutions seriously as an important part of our strategy to solve the climate crisis. Got about a minute and a half left. Let's wrap, let's, let me leave you with something to think about. So what's being proposed here is the Civilian Conservation Corps. So let me ask you a question. What is more of a national priority for us to plant trees so that we can provide resilience and reduce the possibility of climate change? Or are we supposed to go bomb Iran and bomb Iraq and bomb Syria? We spend, we meaning our government, at the behest of the rich people that own our government, our, our government spends lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money on the weapons of destruction so that we can kill people, we can poison people, we can torture people. The CIA goes all over the world uh, causing regime change as if we have the right to meddle in the affairs of other countries. And that's deplorable and despicable for so many reasons, but not least of all, it's deplorable and despicable because it is a gross 
violation of our priorities. Our priorities should be to keep people safe. Instead, what we're doing is spending a lot of money for our people to be recruited and be trained so that they can kill and be killed. That needs to change. That's about all the time we have. We'll pick up next time where we left off this time. Uh, any questions, comments, or feedback, please email info at theclimatereport.net. Have a great day. Bye now.